Step into your authentic self and find genuine power with Gina Gardiner, number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment coach, and transformational leadership trainer. Gina suffered a serious accident at 29, leaving her paralyzed and learning how to walk not once but twice. It's not the challenges which define us, but what we do with them. You are not broken and you are enough. Gina has dedicated her life to helping people recognize that you have a choice to be happy, to be successful, and to live life full of joy and fulfillment. Access your inner resources to live life fearlessly. Find your true purpose and feel self-confident. Connect with Gina Gardiner at genuinely-u.com. That's Gina Gardiner at genuinely-u.com. I'm very pleased to welcome Mike Neville today. Mike Neville is working in the role of our spiritual mentor. He's a healer and he is a spiritual mentor who works internationally with individuals and with groups. And I'm absolutely thrilled that he is our mentor on the Genuinely You and the Leadership Programme and the Thriving Not Surviving Programme. I've known Mike for a couple of years and he's my spiritual mentor and uh, I'm very thrilled that he's actually part of our journey. Mike, thanks very much for joining us um, today. This is the last of the formal unit of the Thriving Not Surviving Programme, a self-development and spiritual programme. And I would be really grateful for um, the people who have been on the programme, if you could um, explain what you think about you know, what do we mean by spiritual journey because it's words that are banded about but it would be useful to have your take on that okay thanks thanks Gina firstly thanks for inviting me onto this video and thanks for allowing me to be part of the entire program it's a privilege for me I think at the moment you know you have a lot of changes going on within humanity a lot of people are very challenged in a number of areas and when you look kind of underneath that the, the core issues that people are facing are around a lack of alignment of values. And uh, people are being called to look at those values and to align with them. And then within that frame of reference to begin to look at what their life purpose is. And really that's what spirituality is about. It's about alignment of values and it's about alignment of those values with your life purpose and how that may contribute to evolving consciousness of humanity and raising vibrations and and all those other good things that are going on at the moment out there, like getting more connected to Mother Earth, um, getting more connected to each other in a way which is much more profound, more accepting of each other as human beings, um, and a a greater focus on collective consciousness where we embrace everything that is good about this earth that we live in, which over the last few hundred years we've kind of lost in that, in that pursuit of uh, um, technical advancement and all that other kind of stuff, the pursuit of profit and all that kind of stuff. Now, the world's resources are lessening drastically at the moment. Um, people are living much younger, uh, longer. You know, you've got seven and a half billion people on the planet and so the population's growing. So... There's an imbalance in almost every area. So it's important that people realize that the challenging of those values, the realignment of those values, the alignment with your life purpose 
will bring about eventually a far greater level of peace within an individual. I think many people feel that there needs to be change and that they struggle to think, well, the changes that are needed are so big. What can I do as an individual? There's only me and I'm little in yeah. this grand scheme of things. So what, have, what would you say to those people? That's uh, in the work that I do individually and with groups. That's probably the most common question. And I don't think people, and I certainly do not get carried away with having this kind of fantastic massive plan because actually it's the small things that make sometimes make the greatest contribution and each person should be firstly looking inside themselves and where am i happy where am i unhappy what's not in alignment where are my values because unless you can align yourself with where your values truly are and many people don't because we get lost in this human kind of interaction that we go through each day then you're not going to be able to make the contribution that you need to make. And it's not about, you know, um, stopping fracking in North Yorkshire or this, that, the other. It's actually about the, 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 the part that you play in the development of humanity's consciousness. That could be simply through your alignment, saving the life of, a, of a, an old man crossing the road because that man is supposed to make an impact somewhere else. People sometimes get lost on the notion of healing um, and they have this kind of generic thought form that it's people on couches and beds but it's, that's not what it's about healing is a kindly word to an old lady crossing the road healing is your arm around somebody that's that's forlorn and alone um, healing is buying a coffee for a, a, a guy or a girl that's in the street and the homeless healing can encapsulate every aspect of your life it doesn't have to be dramatic it's the small things that make the greatest difference because the small things collectively grow and that's the most important thing think of it as like uh, we're breaking ground and we're sowing new seeds and those new seeds are the good deeds that we do and those good good deeds will yield great fruit for us in the future and that's what has to happen for humanity we have to move away from the greed and the avarice and all that kind of stuff and move more towards what used to be several thousand years ago this kind of collective harmony okay but but also in tune in tune with mother earth because we've we're out of tune with mother earth and she's screaming she's screaming at us to wake up and connect with me that's why you're seeing the the emergence of forest schools and all that kind of stuff some great some people out there doing fantastic work people like jane jennings who's running earth schools and stuff like that yeah, yeah. that's bringing moms and children back to nature and these children are loving this connection they're like bathing in these connections and you can see the children and the mothers flourishing and i'll tell you what's interesting about that too as the mothers and the children are coming back to the forest school, so they're beginning to pull through the grandmothers. So then you're beginning to access the kind of the ancestral and the lineage stuff as well, which is super important. Because there's so much goodness in those ancestral lines, paradoxically also. So trauma and healing to be done. So it's the small things collectively that make the biggest difference. I think that aligns so much with what we've been doing over the past months mm -hmm. 
um, being kind to yourself and valuing yourself, but also you know, um, gratitude and, and if you're grateful for things, actually valuing those, but also random acts of kindness and looking for opportunities where you can make a small difference. Uh, the, the, those of you that have, have been through the program will know I, I, there's an old um, African saying that if you believe that your, um, your impact is small, think about a mosquito that's trapped in your bedroom at night. Um, you know, very small things can have very big impacts. And yeah. um, I think you know, it's the day by day stuff where I think so often people think it's the ball about the grand gesture, don't they? Yeah. Actually, it's the small things consistently done. I'd like to explore with you, when we live at a time where there is such fear about, you know, people listen to the news, um, that there is a sense of um, there, there are things happening in the world over which we have little or no power, and that fear seems to have a life of its own. Mm. What advice would you give to people in terms of managing that fear um, or dealing with it? Or uh, mm. What would you say? I think the first thing is is that the world is in in the midst of massive change. You know, the political systems, the economic systems, the environmental systems, they're all showing fractures, okay? And they're showing fractures because fundamentally humanity is in, in the middle of very significant change. And probably, arguably, uh, people far greater than me, the philosophers will tell you um, this has been coming for a, for a long, long, long time, a long time. So... When that starts to happen, people, because everybody is intuitive, everybody to some level or other is psychic, everybody reads energy to one level or, or another. There's no one person better than another. We're all pretty much the same, okay? So people will trigger. When those things are starting to break down, people will firstly trigger, okay? And they'll trigger from a very human perspective, what does it mean for me in terms of my livelihood, my security, my children, my husband, my wife, uh, my, my everyday life. But they will also trigger from a different perspective, which is the, the, the traumas that they hold inside them. And that could be experiences in this life which have embedded themselves into their, into their auric field, into their energy field, and, and play through day by day it could be a simple thing like uh, somebody falling out of a tree when they were six and breaking their arm it could be something really simple like that or being locked in a cupboard accidentally to so much more profound and, and serious things um there's, there's also within each of us there's kind of what people know as, as the shadow side and, and those tend to be fears too and what you're seeing at the moment is the triggers from the kind of the external environmental issues that are affecting people, but also the shadow side of people is triggering. So those two component parts together are causing people to become very destabilized. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about how they feel like they're spinning. They're suffering from vertigo. Okay. A lot of people are not sleeping. So they're waking at three or four o'clock. Okay. They're struggling to get to sleep. The sleep is intermittent. It's broken. If they're sleeping through, they're waking up tired. That's another classical representation of what's going on at the moment. And I think it's not so much saying that uh, about going into fear. It's more about accepting that change is upon us. And as I, I struggle with this too, as a human being, sometimes I struggle with change. And human beings, a lot of people struggle with change. And I don't think that you, you can't say to somebody, well, just stop struggling. 
because that's not how it is. You have to work with these things. But I think as human beings, we sometimes kind of kind of shrug it off and say to ourselves, well, I'll just kind of carry on. Well, those kind of days are coming to an end. If you're triggering on fear, then you have to ask yourself, okay, what's the fear about? What's it really about? Because very often, and I've done this myself, um, I've either had an experience or a trauma embedded within me as a child, and it becomes like almost like a demon, okay? But when you call it out in front of you, you can, I've seen myself as a fractured child experiencing something that was traumatic, but it's no demon. It's me as a six or a seven-year-old where I'm in pain. And that often drives a lot of other things, a lot of other fears. And in fact, the way we kind of um, go through the various cycles of our lives and our relationships and all that kind of thing. So firstly, it's about accepting that everything's in flux, everything's in change. So therefore, I'm in flux and I'm in change. That's the first thing. The second thing then is to say, okay, what are my values? That's, that's the second thing. Thirdly, how am I living out of alignment with those values? And then why am I living out of alignment with those values? And it's, and it's out of that last bit that you very often get to the crux of the problems because what causes most people to live out of alignment with their values are fears. And, and because those fears, if they're faced, often mean change. So you get this kind of vicious circle. Conserving pattern. Yeah. Okay. And what that requires are people to be able to be helped through that, what I call a, a kind of a tunnel process, yeah? Um, because it's not easy to face those, those difficulties that you may have encountered in childhood. It's not easy. Some are, some are more serious than others. So you, you can't have a catch-all for anybody, but, but also what you can't do anymore is to just shrug it off. You no. can't ignore it. You have to say, actually, I am struggling. I am in pain. I am lost. And, it, and actually, people need to become comfortable with saying, it's okay to say that. You're not going to be judged. Yeah. Nobody's going to judge you. There's no judgment. Who's, who's judging you? Very often, we judge ourselves. Absolutely. We're our own worst critics, I think. We are our own. We are, absolutely. So get out of that kind of humanness, um, ego piece that I, I, I've been through myself. Many times I still get triggered and say, actually, it's okay to say to myself, I feel down, I feel lost, I feel angry, I feel uncertain, I feel insecure, I feel vulnerable. Just say, I feel like that, and then, then sit with it. And then begin to ask the questions, why? Yeah. And I think the programs, part of the, part of the rationale of these programs is to help people have a container in which to explore those kind of things. I mean, that was the very purpose of setting up the Thrive Tribe, um, was so that people had a safe environment where there was support, because it can be very scary to open Pandora's box, can't it, to actually start to look at those. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, it can be. And to know that you can feel safe and supported and that there is no judgment other than we are here to hold the space and to support you when you're... Uh, you've got challenges, and to celebrate your victories with you. <clears throat> yeah, you know, there's another aspect to this judgment piece as well, because nobody has the right to judge anybody else, but it's, a, it's an aspect of human nature. But very often we'll be afraid of somebody 
else judging us. It might be somebody down the road who's got a better car, better house, better dress, better suit, better, better whatever. Okay. And actually, if you put yourself into a different space, look at it from a different perspective. What's causing the other person to judge is some kind of embedded trauma. It is. Very often, they may be judging from the perspective of their own unworthiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Which is a tremendous paradox. Yeah? So I think if, if people could, and it's part of what I teach and what I work with people when I do one-on-one mentoring, as you know, shift your focus, shift your perspective. Don't judge that they're judging. Okay? Almost kind of invoke neutrality for yourself and allow yourself to be who you truly are. Because actually each of us is perfect in our own imperfections. And, and, and that's not, I'm not saying that in a kind of a twee or a glib way. I'm not saying that because it's a, it's kind of a phrase of, uh, that people want to use or I should use. It's because I, actually that's what I believe. I believe everybody is perfect within their own imperfections. And actually, isn't that okay to be like that? Isn't it? Why do we have to measure ourselves against he or she or it or them? Why? Because what does that cause? It causes us to feel less than or more than. <clears throat> that in itself causes judgment and causes ego. Yes. So I think that if you shift yourself into that kind of neutral space, shift your perspective, and then don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, okay? Then actually the level of empowerment that comes is profound. And there was a, a lady I worked with um, in a reverse role and a long time ago. Um, and she said to me once, she said, Mike, she said, the truth sets you free. And the truth is sometimes very difficult. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the truth is always easy. It's sometimes <clears throat> very uncomfortable, isn't it? When you have to face the truth of your own contribution to what's going on, for example. Absolutely. Absolutely, because often we will be contributing to our own restrictions. We will. And that, that's because of our fears and our, you know, the way we may have been brought up and all that kind of stuff. But I think we're coming to, into an age now and into a, into a cycle of time where people are beginning to understand that they have to look at themselves first. Just look at yourself. Don't worry about everybody else. Have a good look. And, and moreover, don't be afraid. Don't, because actually, you're probably going to find some difficult stuff in there, but you're going to find some, some beautiful, beautiful stuff that was hidden. Okay? And it's going to make you gasp. Okay? It will make you sob with emotion when you realize the inherent natural beauty that lies within you, that lies within all of us, if you can access it. Okay? That's, that is so important for people to take on board and you know i'd also like to say very often we believe that other people are judging us but actually it's what's going on in our own head because they're too busy getting on with their own stuff they're not making any judgment at all um they're just being them so it it's all what's going on in the in our head and our heart isn't it in terms of the meaning that we make of of what's going on Hmm. And that's often not the truth. It's just a perception. Well, the, <clears throat> in my early days, I became an expert at playing my own internal videos. Okay. And um, I created many thousands of my own internal videos. Um, 
very little which were actually based on reality. They were based on my perspective of other people judging me when in fact they weren't. Yeah. I was judging myself. Yeah. And I think that's true for most people, isn't it? Yeah, no. But, it, but imagine, imagine the amount of energy, focus and intent it creates internally to create those videos. Well, you just think of making... A, you okay, know, which are for the most part non-serving. Yes. Well, well imagine... Imagine if you take the energy, the focus and intent from that, switch it, create more positive neural pathways, and then start to manifest that which is rightful for you. So became pretty good at, at kind of creating those kind of non-serving videos. So let's create some really serving videos. Now remember, imagine what would happen if a collective group of people did that from a consciousness perspective about you know creating more forest schools creating um i don't know uh, more profound ways of protecting the earth protecting the oceans protecting the dolphins whatever it is what difference could we make to this earth and it would be amazing well i think it's beginning and in a sense that's really a, a huge part of of the the personal and spiritual program and particularly with the leadership program the enlightened leadership program it's about how can you show up in the world and actually help other people to see the importance of what uh, you believe is right and take them yeah. with you so you know the power of the individual becomes mm. so much greater when we are a collective doesn't it and, and, that, and that collective is aligned as well yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that I have to that that's thank you for reminding us that that has to go without saying that the, the alignment has to be the right, it has to be um, close values, core values, which are, are the bedrock really of any uh, group of people working, yeah, in an enlightened way. Well, it, it's 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 not just it's the individual values, it's the collective values. But also it's the family values, the family collective values. Yes. One of the things I teach is about, about family collective values and harmonizing those values throughout the family. And beginning to harmonize those values for the family gives the children a far greater chance of manifesting what is rightful for them. Okay. And we live in an age, Gina, where, and it's an overused phrase, but it's nonetheless, it's fundamentally and profoundly true. Um, this is the age of the rise of, uh, of the empowerment of the divine feminine. Which was okay. actually going to be one of my questions, so it's brilliant that you've actually brought it in. Could you, um, for our, our, the people who are watching, some may not be familiar with the whole principle. I'd be really grateful if you could it, it, take us through what you see. Yeah, sure. So within each of us, yeah. So within each of us, <clears throat> excuse me, male and female, we have dual polarities of masculine and feminine. That's the first thing. Because of our conditioning, because of our upbringing, the male may be stronger or the female may be stronger, okay? There's no question over the last X hundred thousand years that for the most part, the masculine has dominated, okay? Yeah. And that's resulted in a number of very significant imbalances, okay? And a lot of the softer traits, the more intuitive traits, the more healing traits of the feminine have not been allowed to come through, okay? We live in an age now where that's a, there is a tsunami wave of that happening, okay? And, and, and I teach from that perspective of the empowerment of the divine feminine. Yeah. As an extension of that, let me mention also 
because I don't think the end point isn't about the empowerment of the divine feminine. I also teach the extension of that, which is about the rise of the spiritual matriarch. And that's not a religious edict. It's not aligned to any religion. It's about, it's about the divine feminine empower, being empowered within a, a collective family unit, okay? And, and understanding how energy works and, and all that kind of stuff. And then being able to spiritually, not religiously, but spiritually guide the family and guide the children. Okay, and you'll see it in in small concentrated areas. You know, there's even in the corporate world, they're trying to elect more women to boards of directors, and quite rightly so. It should have been done eons ago. There should be parity of boardroom. There should be parity in all the various things that humanity gets involved in between masculine and feminine. But fundamentally, the old tectonic plates for males have shifted. Yeah. They have, and. Males are being challenged to balance their internal polarities and to allow that soft element of the divine feminine coming through. Come through, okay? But in addition to that, you've got masses of, of females coming through, healers, fantastically gifted people, okay, who will, without question, take the knowledge that is being shared now to far greater lengths and levels than I can ever imagine. Because, and that's what should happen, by the way. Because I, I believe fundamentally that humanity will heal through the empowerment of the divine feminine. I believe that genuinely and deep inside me. And it's fundamentally the only way that humanity can finally win its battle with itself. Because humanity doesn't battle with anybody else, it battles with itself. Yeah, and that's usually through ego, power, and greed. Yeah, yeah, and we forget, we forget so much about the, the beauty of a leaf or the beauty of a tree or the beauty of a flower or a plant. We forget so much about the beauty and the impact of a kindly word, right? Which is why we need to balance these internal polarities, allow this divine feminine energy to flow through. Okay, and it's not just about the empowerment of divine feminine within the female lines, it's about that within the male lines as well. I think that's really important because so many times I hear when I do hear people talking about it, they think that you know, feminine energy is all about women and male energy is all about men. And actually, nothing could be further from the truth. We, we have the capacity for both, don't we? Whatever our sex may be, we do, we do, we do indeed. <clears throat> yeah, sex is irrelevant to it. It's about it's about your energies. Yeah. Because everything is energy. And that, that's what that's the other thing. Everything that we interact with out there in our homes, inside us, everything is energy. Yeah. Okay? Um, and people have to begin to understand and learn to work with energy. I mean, even the scientists talk about morphogenic fields, shell drape. 30, 40 years ago, I was talking about morphogenic fields, which are fields around the heart and stuff like that. Yeah? yeah. Well, that's no less important than the the more esoteric view of energy fields, the auric field. People talk about auras. Okay. So, energy is everything and ev everything, and it's how you manage the interactions of energy, both within yourself and with others, that's really important. So for the people who are listening to this, we talked about, for example, having a real sense of purpose through using their energy and 
and uh, being aware of and, and developing the use of their the feminine energy. Um, what would you say to them? How uh, you've talked about acts of kindness, protecting the earth. In terms of moving people forward, those who are keen to step up to be the spiritual matriarchs, what would you see as they? as a way of moving that forward for them as individuals and for us as a collective? I think the, the first thing is learn to be kind to yourself. <clears throat> be kind and understand who you really are, okay? Because everything begins with you, with the individual. And unless you understand who you really are inside, you're not going to be able to, be, to get alignment. That's the issue. So I think the first thing is to say, who am I? What are my issues? Let's look at them properly and let's be kind to me. Yeah, let me respect me for who I am. No, I egotistically, but for me as a soul, but for me as a human being in this body. So that's the first thing. Learn to be kind to yourself. Once you've done that and you begin to realize what your core values are, you'll know how you're living out of alignment with them. That can be quite a shock. Mm -hmm. I've had groups of people in here do an exercise on their core values. And you ask them the question, you leave them for 10 minutes, and several of them will not write anything because all of a sudden, faced with that most difficult of questions, they can't think. I would hope that at this stage in the process... And then when they begin... Yeah. We've done a lot of work on being kind to oneself, treating oneself as one's own best friend. And hopefully people who have been through the programme will have a really... Um, well, at least a beginning grasp of their core values and how their life is in alignment or not. Yeah. So I am very um, uh, hopeful that people will feel that they have moved some distance in that regard already. If, if, if they're at the place where they, they kind of, they, they've understood more about themselves internally, their internal polarity systems, masculine, feminine, begin to balance that. They understand their core values, okay? Yeah. Once you understand the core values, a lot of people that I work with, once they understand that, the real change process begins. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot rush that. It can take a month, a year, 10 years. Yeah. Because when you start to make changes for yourself in that way, and once the energy flows, it will make the changes for you. The ripple effect to other people can be very significant to your children, to your husband or wife, to your, I don't know, to your family units, um, your external family units, and then to your colleagues, all that kind of stuff. There are ripple effects everywhere. I think the thing is people have to give themselves time. Yeah. Give yourself time to explore. Understanding who you are, understanding what your values are, then give yourself time to say, actually, if I apply those values in the right way, then what gives me pleasure during the day in the work that I do? So let me give you an example. I was working with a lady who was an accountant and she was frustrated with accountancy. Okay. And we went through the kind of process with her and she's now a fantastic animal healer. Okay, now you never know how it's going to turn out. It might simply be that you're going through that process to become truly empowered in order to guide your children, to make sure that for the next, if you've got young children, the next 10, 15 years, that they 
stay on path, they stay empowered, they stay enlightened, they stay connected, they stay aligned so that they can do what they want to do. And then when they begin to fly the nest, then it changes for you again because everything goes in cycles. You, you can't be prescriptive on it and you can't say you'll end up as this or that. Okay? But each of us has a calling. Each of us does. We can deny it. We can push it aside. We can fight it, as I did for many years. But in the end, it will call you. And if you're aligned with your values, that calling is undeniable. It's undeniable. Yeah. And I've never seen it where – I've seen it where people get confused. I've seen it where people get challenged. Yeah. But I've never seen it where people don't understand. No. Okay. On a personal level – once I knew what my purpose was, it was as if a whole load of things had clicked into place and it just felt right. And, and people will feel that. They'll feel, they'll feel the click. They'll feel that internal kind of judder that says everything's now in place. Okay? Now, let me just say something about this. You can have it where in the case of that lady that became the animal healer, going from being a kind of a die-hard accountant to an animal healer is a fairly, it's a fairly transformative process. I don't think um, it's easy or comfortable. Not, not easy and not comfortable and super challenging. Yeah. For her and her family. Yes. Okay? But notwithstanding that, the, the road she went down filled me with such admiration for her patience and her skills and her abilities and her strength of character. Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing is, although challenged, she stuck with the core values. Yeah. Okay? Because if you go out of alignment with your core values once you know what they are, that will create conflict for you. And believe me, conflict has a very significant impact on the physiology of a human being yeah. if, it, if it kind of rests there for too, too, too long a time, okay? So you can be, once you, want, once you feel the pull, and, and it's all, it's, it's, it's as much a pulse as a pull to do what you're really called to do, then you have to look and say, what's the timeline on this? Yeah. Given my human constraints, I may have young children, my husband or wife might be out of work. My mother and father might be elite. There could be any amount of things. The practicalities but, have to be considered, don't they? <clears throat> they all have to be considered. Yeah. They all have to be thought through, all of them. And very often what I find, Gina, is that you can create a bridge for somebody. And that's, that's a, a bridge of transformation, okay? And that bridge could be a month, it could be a year, it could be five years, it could be 10 years. But walking across that bridge fundamentally will get you to where you need to be. And that bridge, you're anchored in what I call third dimensional consciousness as a human being. Yeah. But actually, as you go across that bridge, still anchored in third dimensional con consciousness, you're able to explore those, those real inner longings that pull you towards doing something that contributes to humanity. Whatever that is, and it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter how small or insignificant you think it is because there's such a huge plan out there to try and help humanity. Yeah. And it needs every single one of us to say, actually, I'm going to try and make my small contribution. 
because actually that small contribution is not small it's huge it's um, enormous it's the being in service to making this a better world to helping other people to being kind to making those contributions that i think comes that sense of i'm living the dream i have a sense of purpose i feel fulfilled yeah. and it's yeah. incredibly powerful in those moments where you achieve it oh the having seen people go through that process many times when they when they've gone through some of those kind of dark nights of the soul yeah. people call it the challenges the trials and tribulations i've seen i've seen people weep with joy at the feedback they get from having done service for somebody yeah. they've wept with joy and when you see people weep with joy there's no sadness about it yeah. it is pure bliss yeah there might be tears but those tears in themselves are healing yes. yeah and from this from the very smallest thing to um to, to what people might think as huge contributions again it doesn't matter about the scale of it um i, I mentioned jane jennings who's doing some of the most beautiful work the 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 look of beauty and bliss on her face from bringing more people to the forests is is a reward and a treasure that you cannot get in any bank balance yeah. you can have a massive bank balance great fantastic but you want to know something and a lot of very rich people are very unhappy of course yes yeah and a lot of very supposedly poor people that are super rich right and and this notion of wealth has got to change it's got to because wealth okay we need money to live it's one of those kind of things that we have to do as human beings but that's not where wealth is that's not where riches are wealth and rich richness is inside of us it's understanding who we are it's contributing i've seen some of the photos put up from some of these children going to the forest schools and these children are just they're mesmerizing with the smiles. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's sometimes on my own dark days because we all get tested. Yeah. If I pick up a picture of that and I'm getting tested myself, I'll look at that and think, you want to know something? Let's push the other stuff aside. Let's carry on. And if we all do that, the small bits, we can kind of leverage off each other. We can call to each other. We can help each other, support each other, empower each other. Yeah. Yeah, because each of us is the same. There's no one person brighter or darker than another. We are all the same human beings, all of us. And we are connected. Whatever one does has an impact on others, doesn't it? However good, bad or indifferent it may be, everything we're saying, we're doing, we fail to say, we fail to do, the way in which we do it all has an impact on other people. It does, it does. And sometimes, People don't understand the impact of words. No. Words, words have harmonics with them, and harmonics can be the harmonics in words can be very beautiful, empowering, uplifting, but they can also be very damaging, both to ourselves when we speak internally to ourselves harshly, or to others. 
I think they can. I mean, okay. I think about the I'm not going to be foolish enough to say that. Missile at times, um, they can yeah. go in and do huge collateral damage, can't they? They can. They can, and they have an impact on people's energy. They really do. Yeah. So. What I would say to people is, we all get angry with other people. We all get angry with ourselves. I'm not saying that that's going to end because that would be pretty stupid of me. But maybe sometimes just think, where where is this anger coming from? Yeah. For instance, if it's anger. Because let me talk for a second about anger. Anger is actually fear in action. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're reacting angrily, then maybe just think a second, go inside and say, is there a fear behind this? What's the fear? Yeah. What is the fear? Okay. And very often you'll find something really naughty lurking inside there. Yeah. Always remember that anger is fear in action. Okay. Um, it's, I've seen more people free themselves through understanding that almost than anything else. Interesting. I mean, I talk about um, the negative emotions being a call to action, that it's something's not fitting with your core values. And so there needs to be a shift in terms of how you are dealing with it or, or in fact, that you are dealing with it. Uh, yeah. But I think it's very useful to think, to see that as fear in action. And, you know, if you don't deal with the fear, then it tends to grow, doesn't it? And to... Um, become more powerful but sometimes that facing whatever that fear is is really challenging and again you know i want people to recognize that you're not on your own that if you are struggling with fear with anger then you know we're here to help absolutely the, the most important thing is these programs are designed to set up containers for people yeah okay and you need safe containers when people are going through a process like this it's it's super important it's super important it's also super important for people not to feel alone yes. because when you get challenged the last thing you want to do is to feel alone because that will make you feel much more vulnerable much more insecure and you, you might be feeling already alone and insecure and vulnerable already because of being challenged yes okay so call upon people who can help okay go inside with the programs, look inside the programs, call for help inside the programs. It's really, really important. And the more people that begin to understand this, the more people will become empowered, the more healers we'll have out there, okay? And again, let me just mention something. Healing, as I said before, it's not just having people on a couch. It's not what it is at all, okay? Healing's a myriad of things. A myriad, as I said, it can be putting your arm around somebody to say you're okay. It can be a kindly word to an old man or lady. It can, it can be anything, okay? So I, I want to dismiss this myth of healing is having your hands on somebody on the couch, okay? Be kind to people with your words. Be kind to yourself with your words. Be kind to yourself with your thoughts, yeah? And if you're, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're feeling insecure, I always ask the reasons why. Yeah. Never be afraid to go inside and ask, what's this about? Very often, you know, people will be stuck because they don't think to ask the questions. Yeah. And that's part of our conditioning as human beings, our, our internal conditioning. If you sit and you can meditate for five or ten minutes 
just quieten your mind and just make sure your, your grounding goes to the roots from the bottom of your feet, go deep into it. Just ask, what's this really about? What is it? And you'll find something really absurd sometimes. Yeah. It's really, really quite illuminating what comes out. Yeah? And it can be something that you, you may have missed. You may have, so I had an incident two or three weeks ago where I got triggered on something. I couldn't figure out what it was. I went into meditation and I'd missed something somebody had said. I missed it with my physical ears, yeah. but it had gone into my unconscious mind. I brought it forward, understood the trigger, and resolved it and removed it. Yeah. And every single person has the ability to do that. Yeah. Everybody has the same abilities, same skills. They do. They just have to recognize that they're available to them sometimes, don't they? And have faith in themselves. Yeah. People need to have faith in themselves as good human beings. They need to believe in themselves as human beings who can make a contribution in a service to humanity and its evolving consciousness. They can. Everybody can do it. I think that's a really, um, really important thing for people to take on board. I'm going to bring this, we're, we're drawing to a close now. And I just wondered, I mean, that seems a very profound thing to say. It's simple and yet it's the whole crux of everything. Just as we finish, is there anything that you, I haven't asked you that you'd like to cover or anything else that you would like to say to the people who are listening to this? I think, that, I guess, yeah, there are two or three things. One is don't, don't confuse spirituality with, uh, with religion. That's the first thing, okay? Um, I respect all religions, okay? But, but to a large extent, I'm agnostic on them too because I believe that there is a single source of divine love. And everybody has access to that. It's not somebody over there or somebody over there. It's every single person on the planet has access to that divine love. That's the first thing. The second thing is, if they're in these programs or maybe looking at this, this video, then it could be that they've triggered already or they're about to trigger. Don't see those triggers as negative see them as positive they will challenge you they may cause you to be vulnerable and insecure but actually see try and see that as a positive because actually it's a it's a it's a, like a segue into creating an opportunity to explore your own values and create a better future for yourself yeah okay i think the third thing is is that there is this tsunami wave of change happening. So it's, it's everywhere at the moment. It's everywhere. And do not, under any circumstances, think that your contribution is insignificant. Every single person's contribution is significant. Everybody's. Everybody's. And everybody can play their part together. Because with 7.5 billion people on the planet, that's a big ship to turn around. It certainly is. Yeah, and it's going to take a long time. So keep evolving your consciousness. Keep staying true to yourself. Keep aligned with your values. Live with them. Have faith in you as a human being. Don't give up. Yeah. Do not give up. Don't quit. Stay with it. Though you're challenged, though you have your down days, go within and realize how perfect you are in your own imperfections. Because inside, you're beautiful. You're absolutely full of light and beautiful. And through that kind of view of life, 
humanity has a real chance, a real chance of turning away from some of those nightmare elements that people talk about. And we can get to a much higher level of consciousness, a much better place of harmony and balance. And I'm going to say one other thing. The gate that stops all of this happening, and it is a gate that often rests inside of us, is forgiveness. Okay? It is the gate to true freedom. So whatever it is that you're not forgiving yourself for, forgive yourself. Nothing you've done is that bad, believe me. Okay? And then forgive others. And I promise you, if nothing else, you will feel a freedom that you have not felt before. I think that's so true. And um, I urge people uh, within the group um, to listen uh, to what Mike has to say. It resonates in terms of, of the, the things that you've been covering over the last few months. And, you know, moving forward, looking forward to having more opportunities to uh, tap into your experience and wisdom in terms of a whole range of themes to help people along their journey. So I'd like to say a huge thank you uh, to you for your, uh, for your time and your support, both personally and of the programme, um, and moving forward. Um, I know uh, in your role as our, our, our mentor that you're going to help us um, deep, deep into ourselves, but also um, move forward in a constructive and, and empowering way. So thank you very much indeed. And for those of you that are listening, um, you know, look forward to seeing you within the Thrive Tribe, um, within the, the coaching sessions. If there are themes that you would like covered, then please let us know through the Facebook group. So thanks very much, Mike, and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Gina. Take care. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-u.com today to find out more.